This is Good Hope FM News. Good evening. Deputy Finance Minister Msubisi Jonas has confirmed to the SABC that he was offered the Finance Minister post by the Gupta family. The family had previously denied that they made the offer to Jonas on condition that he clears the way for the much-mooted nuclear deal. It was first reported that the job was offered to Jonas just weeks before Finance Minister Nklantla Nene was fired. Jonas says he rejected the position. Members of the Gupta family offered me the position of Minister of Finance to replace then Minister Nene. I rejected this out of hand. The basis of my rejection of their offer is that it makes a mockery of our hard-end democracy, the trust of our people, and no one apart from the President of the Republic appoints ministers. The Gupta family has so far been linked to at least five cabinet positions, allegations, which have been denied. ANC spokesperson Zizi Kordwa says the party views the allegations in a serious light. We will expect the National Executive Committee that sits over this weekend in in overall political discussion to reflect on these issues because they erode the authority of the ANC, the authority of the president in determining and making these decisions. And therefore, we need to restore that confidence to the people of South Africa that the ANC, it is the ANC and its government that makes these appointments and decisions. Western Cape Premier Helen Zilla has launched the first phase of Wi-Fi rollout to every ward across the province. She says there'll be 384 hotspots created over the next three years. Zilla says most of the hotspots will be at schools and clinics in areas like Langa, Delft and Bontierville on the Cape Flats. We will link every single ward in the Western Cape to a free Wi-Fi hotspot. We're launching our first 50 now and very soon the next 50 and we will continue rolling out like that until every citizen lives within range even if they have to get there but within range of a free wi-fi hotspot that will give limited free wi-fi but the spectacular thing is that we'll get very cheap top-up wi-fi The ANC in the Western Cape has welcomed an inquiry by the Hawks into the killing of 20-year-old MK guerrilla Ashley Creel. He was gunned down by security forces at a house in Athlone on the Cape Flats in July 1987. Security officer Jeffrey Benzin was granted amnesty by the TRC for the killing. ANC provincial spokesperson Yonela Diko. The Creel family has shown us that uh, time and again i think his sisters kept on telling us that they are not happy they they think that there's something that was not thoroughly investigated on this case they kept pushing they kept pushing until if you remember last week we did admit that we will approach the npa uh, after this uh, evidence was presented so that they can begin some investigation so we're happy that uh, the the hawks have decided uh, to take in the case Only 4 in 10 Africans enjoy reliable power supply, according to findings from the Pan-African Research Network, Afrobarometer. The research group warns that a dark continent is one of the barriers to economic growth. Sarah Kimani with the numbers. 
where there is about 14% increase in grid coverage to about 65% in the last 10 years, much of the continent is still in the dark. It is not all gloom. Despite load shedding in South Africa, it is among the best in terms of bridging the rural and urban divide in distribution. Kenya, on the other hand, has covered much ground in increasing connectivity. Electricity is placed at position 11 of the priority problems that African governments must tackle far behind unemployment and education, but ahead of corruption, housing and political violence. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Vanya Klutokolison.